Hi, Karen. Happy New Year. I'm so excited that we're doing this again and we haven't done it in three weeks. I know. Katie, happy new year to you. It is wonderful to see you. I feel like my year has officially started because I'm seeing you now. I feel the exact same way. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that I'm actually able to see you because this is like a normal week. The weeks that I don't see you are not normal weeks. And so, although, you know, I guess everyone needs rest and all that stuff, hence the, the, uh, the episode theme, but it's really nice. And how was your, how was your break? And how was the, the last several weeks? Well, I got to say, I am not a good vacation taker. No, like I'm, I'm better. I think at taking trips, like I feel like, cause, because there's something, because you know, you're doing something I'm really bad at taking time off and not really doing anything. Mm. I've struggled with this. I know I've talked about it before. And so this time I forced myself to relax. Like <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> A little bit how I feel about it, but no, it was great. It was really good. Oh my gosh. You forced yourself to relax. Like it was just like, you were like, this is what's happening. Self we're in this to win that's it. Right. And I know I, I talked about this before we hit record, but one of the things, so I was off for two weeks and it took me the whole first week to kind of like unclench, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, um, and I realized one of the things that I was struggling with was this like sense of being rudderless, like have, like having my days be so structured and so full and so packed with stuff to go from having my foot on the gas all the time to like just idling was really stressful. So I made lists every day, like, okay, here's what I am doing today. Here's what I've done today. Just so I had a sense of like, how did I even spend my time? Like, I just didn't want to get to the end of this time off and feel like I didn't know where the time had gone or that I didn't use the time well, or that I just didn't take advantage of not having to work. And so, yeah, I have these like notes I wrote myself every day and it's really nice to look back on them and get a sense of my frame of mind. I actually, I love that so much. It's really interesting because it almost sounds like you were keeping a travel journal, but not traveling. Right. <laughs> and oh, like, right. So good. Because yes. it's like keeping a travel journal. It, I mean, the very few times that I've done that, which I wish I did it every time I went anywhere. Like, it's so gratifying to look back on it and be like, oh, that's right. This is what I did today. This is what I did today. I went to this place or I, you know, had this for breakfast or whatever. It's the most, the smallest, most mundane things. Like it helps you kind of relive them in a positive light. At least that's my experience. That is absolutely true. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because that's exactly what I did. Yes. yes. You kept a travel journal. You kept a vacation journal, I guess. I did a vacation journal of not going anywhere. And I had started to write this list of like all the things I wanted to get done. And like I said, as I was doing them every day, and then I had this note where I kind of did like a compilation and I wrote myself this note at the top. Like, what did I do on vacation? I'll read from it. Yes. I rested. I relaxed. I gave my brain a break. And this is the favorite thing. My favorite thing that I wrote. I reminded myself that I am a whole ass person outside of work. Oh, yes. That is so beautiful. That's like worthy of tattooing. Honestly, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, can you say a little bit more about the fact that like you felt like a whole ass person? That's so huge for so many people, because I think that like there's such an identity 
attachment to what we do for work. I mean, that's just, it's very human nature for so many people. Most people I would have, I would bet honestly. Right. Well, especially I, I do the, like my hobbies are my work. Like I, I do the thing I actually set out to do. Like I have two degrees in journalism and that is what I do for a living. Yeah. And it is hard, right. To not have my identity. So tied to that. And it was really important to remember that I am someone other than my job titles Mm -hmm. and that there, I have other interests and there are other things I can do. And you and I talked about the importance of puttering, I puttered around my house, like puttering is so great. Oh my God. Moving things around that didn't need to be moved. My kitchen was spotless for two weeks straight. It was just great. That is so life-giving. Like, I really feel like when you putter or when I putter, I really enjoy it. I'm like, this stuffed animal can be two inches to the right. And it's like, I feel so much better now. Like It's like, it really, it really actually makes at least my, like my frame of mind different. I mean, it's also amazing when you actually do change things up. Like you change the placement of a piece of furniture or something. It's like, oh, I live somewhere different now. <laughs> exactly. My whole perspective, the feng shui has completely been adjusted in this room. Totally. Totally. And I mean, it's also like, it goes back to like feelings of self-worth, at least for me. Like I find that when I'm not working and I find so much worth in what I do and worth in how I work. And like, it's, I realize like when I'm not working, I'm like, oh, I'm still worthy in general period. Yes, exactly. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. It's just really nice. It's a nice reminder. Yeah. Yeah. And that we're not lazy. We're resting. We work all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, right there, right there. So I will say that my break was also really nice, but it was kind of a bruh. It wasn't a full break. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a BR. <laughs> It was, I will say it was great seeing family. I was in Michigan for a few days visiting my family, Ohio, visiting Tyler's family. And then we went out to Seattle. It was kind of a whirlwind, not kind of, it was a total whirlwind travel situation, but the last three letters of the word break did not enter the, uh, sitch. And the reason was because I actually worked Karen. I didn't, I didn't even tell you about this. I know. (gasps) So with the situation I have right now, the gig that I have right now, it's a contract and it wasn't that it was like discouraged explicitly that I, it was basically, I basically was told that like, yeah, you can take time off. Of course, if you want to be with your family, but it also was like, not like, oh, go ahead and take 14 days off. Like there was, I, Mm. it was a little opaque, frankly. And I wish I had been better. And I usually am really, really good about boundaries around the holidays in particular. Um, but in this situation I wasn't. And so it was a learning. And basically over the course of the two weeks, I took, I took a few days off. There were like definitely days that I had off that were in addition to Christmas and new year's Eve. But, um, Overall, I was like kind of logging on, even when I logged on for like three hours in a day, I might as well have been working that entire day. I mean, I want to be grateful for the fact that I was able to only log on for three hours, like a few of the days, but at the same time, like, I don't have the brain that's like, oh, I'll just go check my email and, you know, and then log off and still feel like I'm in a vacation mode. Like I'm such a, I'm working on this, but I'm, I have a very black and white thinking mentality at times. And I find that like, when I really want to rest and relax, especially on when I'm on vacation, I really do need to unplug. Um, 
and I didn't. And so like, I found myself getting pissed sometimes, like just getting angry. And like, basically, cause I, what I would do was I would go to Panera. So where I was in Michigan and Ohio, like the best place to go is Panera or Starbucks. Like those are the two. And I, I wanted to get out of the house. I was like, I'm not just going to work from home unless I had a meeting. And so actually that's not true. I did. I did work meetings at Panera, but like, I basically was there and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I was like, I have missed, I haven't been back to the Midwest for two and a half years. I missed my family so terribly. And yes, I have seen both sides of our families over the course of the last summer, but like, what's more important, you know, like I it's, and I mean, I know this of course. And I also want, it was like, there were so many different like dialogues happening inside of my head at the same time. It was like, you know, there was the one dialogue that's like, what the fuck, Katie? Like, let me like pile on as much shame as possible. What's more important than being with your family? What's wrong with you? That was one. Didn't love that voice. Then there was another voice that was like, hey, this is a temporary situation and you're not going to ever do this again. This is a good learning. And so like, this is a temporary situation and you just happen to be in this work situation right now. And like, you signed up for this, like, that's okay. And then there's another voice that's like, love everything except, you know, <laughs> Like, go meditate. And like, I wish that voice was more, was louder most of the time, but yeah, it was kind of like a, it was fine. And by fine, I hate the word fine. Cause that says nothing about anything, but I kind of am like, huh? Yeah. Mm, you know what I mean? I, really, I don't know if that, know. that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. And I hate this for you because I know this about you. Like, and one of the things I always appreciated is that you would take this time and like, I feel like I got your out of office once and it was like very clear, like I am not in the office. I am not checking email. I will not be available. It was very kind, but it was very much like, no, you're not going to get a hold of me. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for reaching out. I will not be getting back to you for three weeks or whatever. <laughs> yes. <it> says, right? <laughs> I have had several people say like, damn, you're, pre you're pretty like really boundary. Like I used to say like no phone, like I do not have my phone on me, which is total bullshit. Of course I did. But like, I would say like, you cannot reach me. Like, like I will not like not, not in case of an emergency text right. me. It's cool. No, fuck you. Like I'm not <laughs> going to talk to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am dead to you. Yeah, I'm dead to you. Yes. <laughs> dead. Exactly. Wipe me from your mind until mm -hmm. this date. Have a nice holiday. Right. Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of weird. Like it was like, I mean, I think of course I know that in my bones, that that's the right thing for me, that that's like the boundary that I need to uphold. But yeah, I just, I didn't do it this time and I'm just going to have to accept myself and it's okay. And it's like, you know, I'm not even having to accept myself. Like I really do have acceptance for it. And I also know that like, it's good to go through the situation when my whole family is healthy is, you know, all of that is really important to me. So like, and so it's like, also, you know what, like, it's okay. I'll, I won't do it again. Like that is a red line that I will not do again. And so now I know for sure. Right. Good reminder. Absolutely. I love that framing of it. Oh, that's great. I mean, yeah. you did it once you don't have to do it again. And I mean, really what you said about your family being healthy, like reminds me, this is a little dark, but I, I had a boss once who I actually know that I think about it only ever met. Him. It was when I was a consultant. I think I met him in person one time. Oh, wow. But I called him for something relatively serious having to do with work. And he was like, oh, 
just give me a second. I'm repositioning. I'm in my mother's hospital room. <gasps> what? Yeah. He was working, taking work calls and working in the hospital room where his mother was dying. Oh, wow. And it was like, ah, no, Michael, I can call you back. He's like, oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like in two weeks, call back. Like, it's like, that's horrible. That's horrible. I know. But, you know, like that example of like this, like sense of like, I can't not be working. Mm -hmm. Ugh, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. There's just like so much to that. And I, I recently saw something and this apparently actually happened a couple of years ago, but like the prime minister of New Zealand mm -hmm. has tried to help reinstate or not reinstate or just in-state, like just create a three-day work week in some sectors in New Zealand. And it's so interesting to me and I haven't done a ton of research on it, but it's something that I saw and I was like, wow, like that's so fantastic. Also PS she's 39. So like, you know, oh, she's, su but it's also like, that's the future. Like that's fantastic. And that's so wonderful to think about. I also saw something that Trevor Noah said about that, which I know was kind of like a tongue in cheek situation, but at the same time, like, Hey, let's get on board with our three day work week. Like that's, you know, like this is like work our butts off for three days. I'm not saying like kill ourselves in three days, but like three days of eight hour days, maybe six hours and right. then have a bunch of days off. Like that's <sighs> right. right. All of us would be healthy. Our healthcare costs would plummet. Like our, like the economy would be fed because we would be traveling or we would be investing our money in different things. Like there would just be so much. I mean, imagine, imagine. I know. I think about it all the time. I, I do too. I really uh, was on this mission. I've, I've kind of won. So we did summer hours, my day job. Oh yeah. Summer, and then got them extended through the whole year. So there were four hours every week. You could do whatever you want. You like, didn't have to record it as vacation time. Didn't have to record it as PTO. It was just like, these four hours are yours to do whatever the fuck you want. You're going to get paid for them. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I lost a little ground this year. I wanted to just keep summer hours forever and just be a 36 hour a week workplace. Yeah, totally. We're 38 hours. So it is now four hours per pay period. Okay. Instead of four hours a week, but I'll take it, I guess. That's it's a okay. compromise. Compromise it's a, is important. It's but. also progress. It sounds like in terms of yes. like, cause you're not just doing it in the summer. Like this is a thing. Yes. Oh, that's huge. So people yeah. are just logging off at what? Like. 3 p.m. on Fridays. Oh my gosh. Well, that's what's awesome about it is that some people are taking off at three o'clock on Fridays. Some people aren't starting till 11 or noon on Mondays. Some people Ooh. are taking breaks in the middle of the day to go do whatever. Like wow. that the beauty of the four hours, like, cause I feel like a lot of companies have summer hours and it's like, oh, you have Friday afternoon off. Well, yeah, we're a publication that doesn't always work. Like, yeah, take the four hours however you want. Ooh, I love that. How have your employees liked it or are they, you know, I feel like they're definitely like is a summer hours fan club. Like I could tell you the people who take summer hours. I mean, and who take summer hours. And what I also appreciate is that people are planning their lives around knowing they have those four hours. Yes. I love that. You know, right. like they can like plan to, if they're healthy, see a family member or drive, go on a road trip or just go to an early movie if that's what they want. I'm saying all these things. And as I'm saying them, I'm like, Katie, you're in the middle of fucking pandemic. So like, yes, but like, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? We, so I have two people who teach classes. Oh, 
right? Who were teaching at one of the universities. One of them was doing it in person. I think the other, I think everybody's remote now at that university, but yeah, no, they, they're teaching these classes knowing like, it's not a big deal. I teach this class at from two to three 30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they can totally do it fine. and not to worry about it. Right. Wow. That's, yeah. that's really nice. It's so liberating. I know. Hopefully like we all get to a place where like that becomes normal. And then like maybe even more like two years from now, you're, you know, we're working 20 hours a week (laughs) (laughs) paid for 40, paid for 40, but only working 20 whenever you want, just clock in whenever it works. I mean, really like part of me really does wonder though, if there was like, uh, I'm sure this has happened, but, and I should look it up, but like having some sort of like really scientific study of let's say like three months or six months of like a workplace where they really do slash the hours like by that much, or maybe like down to 25 hours, whatever, like something significant. And then like, look at the productivity. I bet you Karen, that it's the same. I really do. I bet. I mean, it depends on the type of work, obviously, but like, you know, you can't say that for like an emergency room doctor or something like that, but like, you know, like there's for people who, like you and I, who are kind of semi-autonomous in terms of how we work, it's like, yeah, it would be interesting. It would be fascinating to know that. I mean, I, I consider us part of like, I don't know, the creative economy or whatever, like mm-hmm. we're not making widgets, right? Like, exactly. Yes. Yeah. How would it change our productivity? How would it change our morale? How would it change our well-being? I'd yes. love to know all that stuff. I would love to know that stuff. And I think there are a lot of us. And so it's like, there's just, yeah, especially with COVID not working remote. So on today's, of course, I'm not okay. The podcast episode, we are trying something new friends. We are trying a gratitude shout out a series of gratitude shout outs today. I am shouting out gratitude to those workers who are driving semi trucks in the middle of the night, delivering COVID tests to Walgreens and CVS pharmacies all over the country slash world. Thank you, workers. Uh, We really, really appreciate you. And also Joe Biden, um, little plug, make some more. We need some more. Thanks so much. did want to tell you something I I needed to, I needed to circle back on something that we talked circle back. Seriously. (laughs) I just said circle back. Uh. (laughs) I am a corporate shill. Okay. So (laughs) wow. All right. I'm going to just refer to one of our Mm. past episodes. Um, actually I think it's last week's episode where it's about recalling past joys. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I have really been thinking about that a lot lately and I've been texting with some of my friends and they are telling me that they reread books all the time. Just like you had told me that you reread books and I have yet to reread books, but I found out the other day that the new episode or the new season of Outlander is coming out on March 6th. (laughs) And so I mentioned it to Tyler and I was like, Hey, I'm like, you know, the new season's coming out in a few weeks, like in, I guess two months or whatever. And I was like, do you, would you ever want to rewatch any of the seasons? And so long story short, we are now on episode five of the first season. Oh my God. Oh my God, Karen. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. So there's two sides of my mind. One side that's like, really, really? Like you're going to do this? Like how much can you talk about Outlander? How many, like how big of this, the, like the Venn diagram of your happiness 
has Jamie Frazier as part of it. Mm. Large, large part of it. Um, also the pie chart of my, of my mind has a huge part of it to outlander that brings me joy. But the thing is, so that's one part that's the shame spiral bullshit hate that like naysayer talk. The other part of it is like the, the happy part is like, Hey, this actually gives me a lot of joy. And here's the thing. So we've now watched it, I think three nights in a row and both of us, Tyler and I, we go to bed and we're like, oh, that was so cool. Remember <gasps> this thing? And remember this thing? Like genuinely we're in better moods, like for real. And I'm like, oh. okay, there's something to this and there's nothing wrong with us. And yes, I think we're setting ourselves up to watch 65 hours more of <laughs> hours of television. <laughs> well, 60, 63 now, but like, yes, we, we really, that is how many episodes there are, but like until the next season. But, um, but the thing is, is fuck it. Yeah. Who cares about all those naysayer shitty voices that say like, you shouldn't be doing this. Or like, it's about like what you had said in our previous episode about giving ourselves permission. I don't know. It's just, it's really great. I do know. Mm. I don't want to say, I don't know. I do know. I'm actually really happy to be w- watching outlander again. I really am. Like, I'm like, this is great. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, and it is exactly what we talked about. Exactly what we talked about. Yes was rediscovering something that made you joyful, that brought you joy. Exactly. And getting joy from it a second time around. I mean, what's wrong with that? It's like, Mm -hmm. I really, I really have been thinking about it while I've been watching it. And I'm like, okay, what are some like, you know, I don't know, like correlated experiences that I could have that are not shame inducing. And so like one of them is let's say that you meet somebody who has a million bucks in their bank account. And they're like, Hey, by the way, I've gone to see like when Lin-Manuel Miranda was doing Hamilton five years ago, I lived in New York city and I went 10 times or I went 20 times or whatever. The reaction that I would have to that would be like, wow, that's so awesome. Like, good for you. And I would be like, man, you really appreciate high art. And like, you like, you know, like this is one of the best, you know, experiences ever. And it has so much to do with like, you know, like the history of our country and like Lin-Manuel Miranda is like universally known as this incredible genius. And like, there would be zero, zero shame in that conversation, it would honestly be just me being admiring them. Like, that's so cool. And that existed. Like, I'm sure that there are a lot of people in the world who went to see Hamilton, even if Lin-Manuel was not in it many times. So why isn't, I'm not saying Outlander is Hamilton, but I'm just, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to like, give myself a break, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Give yourself a break and enjoy it. No shame. And I will tell you, if like my, like on my list of things, like I feel really shitty. I just need to yank myself out of it is listening to the Hamilton soundtrack. Oh, really? Yeah. That's amazing. It's one of my like, uh, shit. I feel like shit. I need to feel better. And I just play it and I just feel so much better. That's fantastic. See, there you go. I mean, it is actually one of the best soundtracks in my opinion also like of all time. And he really is like a singular genius. Like I would love to meet him. He's actually on my vision board this year, (laughs) like not to meet him kind of weird, but like, he's just laughing with a friend on a couch. He's like sitting at, I mean, I have to text this to you later. Maybe I'll put it in. I'll I'll put it in Instagram. (laughs) I'll I'll just do a screenshot. If you know, you know, I have a screenshot, (laughs) but yeah, it's Lin-Manuel just sitting on a couch with some guy and like, they're laughing. And I really loved like the genuineness of both of their expressions. And I was like, I want to laugh with a friend on a couch in 2022. So, my God. 
forgot about your vision board party. I will also tell you when you said I have Lin-Manuel and you looked over, I Did was I like, actually looking he- at it. <laughs> I was just like, is he, is he in the room with you? <laughs> <laughs> and here, welcome Lin-Manuel Miranda, right? How crazy would that be? Also, how crazy would it be if I, if he was just like sitting beside me and I just, I didn't like let that out minute one second one yeah no but I did I actually looked over so my uh, my vision board is um to my left so yeah <laughs> oh someday we'll be like oh oh I'm sorry did I did I not mention oh, Michelle Obama's in the room I'm Michelle come on over and say hi <laughs> exactly <laughs> don't be shy <laughs> don't be shy yes oh my god bud bud with Michelle yes so so yes Outlander is giving me genuine joy and I am not fully owning it and wanting to fully own it. So like, I really like this conversation is helping me, but, um, there's no reason to have shitty voices. Who cares? Who cares? It is soothing. You're probably getting, you're finding out new things or like things about it, right? Like seeing things you didn't see the first time you get to talk to Tyler about it. So is it shared experience? I think this is awesome. It's so great. It really is. It also makes me think about like going back and watching many seasons of things like Sex in the City from 1997 or like, you know, I don't know, like although Sex in the City, there's part of it that I'm like, it kind of cringeworthy in the 90s. But now that they're coming back, I haven't really watched the new season yet. But anyway, yeah, I I'm hearing. So everyone I know who's watching it is hate watching it. At oh, this really? Point. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Shit, it's bad. I watched like the first episode and I was like, oh, wow, it's really weird. Like, it's just weird because it's been 20 years or something. Well, in the movies in between were so fucking terrible. <laughs> they were so bad. Oh, God. They really were. Bad. Oh, offensively bad. I agree. Offensively bad, offensive and bad. I mean, like all of the things. And yeah, I can't bring myself to watch it. Like my, um, oh, my, my internet provider, AT&T yeah. gave me HBO Max for free. Oh, damn. That's nice. I know when I re-upped this year. And so I could watch sex in the city and I just look at it on the screen. I just look at their like plastic faces and I'm like, I don't, I can't with y'all. I know. I know. I really want to, because like at the time it was revolutionary to me. Like I was like, I can't even believe that this is a thing. Like this is so like it pushes the envelope, all of that. But now whoo 2022 hindsight is a bitch so yeah. yeah i don't know i might still watch it but well I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know oh yeah well I'm maybe sure. maybe we should do a show recap maybe we should watch it together and do a show about watching it i would love that i'm 100 percent on board with that idea yes Let's do that because then we can tell the listeners if they should or should not watch. Also, sorry if my microphone just picked up Lucy hacking up along next to me. (laughs) (laughs) She she's totally fine, but she just swallowed a hairball. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Up to the minute updates with with uh, my dog. No big deal. (laughs) This gratitude shout out goes to. Tiny love stories from the New York Times and my friend Caroline. Hi, Caroline. Thank you so much for my tiny love story a day calendar for 2022. And if you haven't seen them, listeners, the New York Times and the Modern Love section runs like a reader generated series of tiny love stories. It's 
less than a hundred words and they have a very broad definition of what a love story is. Some of them are legit love stories and some of them are like this one from January 3rd of this year called Rushing for a Knife Could Be Alarming. For Christmas, I gave him an expensive chef's knife. It was better than mine, even though I am more the enthusiastic cook. Right after New Year's, standing in his beige Burbank living room, he broke up with me without explanation. As I cried and screamed, I thought about the knife in the next room and considered retrieving it. He didn't deserve that knife. I also knew in that moment, rushing for a knife could be alarming in a get you arrested kind of way. So I didn't get it, but I still think about that damn knife every day. From Shannon Latimer is the reader who submitted that and I fucking love it. Thank you, Tiny Love Stories. Um, okay, but yes, to talk about today's topic of rest, I have a tremendous amount to say about, I, I really feel like this came to me because of a few things, but one of them is, um, so Glennon Doyle, are you familiar with Glennon Doyle who wrote Untamed? So I love her. And so she has this podcast. Oh shit. We can do hard things. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's okay. Like I, I mean, mm. some people who are listening to this are going to be like, oh my God, Katie, how dare you? And I totally agree. Like everyone for each for their own. I do think that like one out of five episodes is really good. And then yeah. the other ones are like, fine. Like I'm, I'm no hate, but like, it's fine. So anyway, so the most recent I thought was really, really good. And the entire thing is about how like new year's needs to be rebranded. And like this whole idea of like new year, new you, it's like, that is very stressful for some people if they really internalize that message. And it's hard not to when you're on social media or if you're on social media. And so anyway, it's kind of an interesting episode and I'll link it in the, in the description of this episode, but it really made me think about rest. And it really made me think about, um, like people who are very motivated by news, new year's resolutions and, you know, even intention setting and that kind of thing. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that. And that's not what I'm trying to prophetize, but I'm more, wanting to talk about like the importance of rest through all of it and like just prioritizing that I think even in the in the beginning of the year when everyone's like some of us feel shot out of a cannon super excited and so refreshed and all of these adjectives that I mean that's great if that's how you feel but not everyone feels that way not everyone feels that way, especially now we're all fucking exhausted. And, you know, I know I say it all the time, just crawling across the finish line of every day, every week of last year. And I love this topic at this time is because of what you just said and all of this pressure to somehow transform yourself into someone who eats better and works out and sets intentions and sets new habits and all the, all the shit. Like, how about you just sit your ass down somewhere? How yes. about you be that person now? Exactly. I love that. And also, I mean, it's also the concept that, and this is what Glennon was talking about, that like, if you're always wanting to be a better version of yourself, then what the hell is the previous version? Shitty? <laughs> like, it's like, no, like actually we're good the way we are in the moment. Like, what about that? Like, what if we're just perfect the way we are and not always trying to strive for thinner, better, faster healthier, whatever the fuck. And yeah, because it doesn't make you happier. And no. that's the opposite. The more you strive for all of these things, adding the ERs on the end of who you are, you're less happy. Yes. Yes. Ugh. 
So yesterday I had a call with a larger team where I'm having a consulting thing right now. And it was really interesting because the person leading the call was like, Hey, let's everyone talk about their word for the year. This seems very popular. And so like Mm. they, like they, so everyone was going around and it was very positive and like, people were very nice there and all of that. But like, most of it was like several people and I'm not honestly hating on them. I really am not, but like said things like productivity and or productive or, um, win was one of them, like winning and like limitless and like all of this stuff where I was like kind of cringing. And then I was like, well, shit, what am I going to say when they turn to me? Am I going to lie or am I going to be honest? And, and so when they came to me, I was like, I actually said, I was like, I have two words, joy and ease. And, mm. and they were, it was kind they of snap <laughs> to that. What the fuck? And I was like, I really feel like I have a tendency to strive for things a lot. And it, it makes me really stressed out. And like, I was like, I really want things to be easeful this year. Like that is something that is really, uh, you know, something that feels good to me. And I'm not saying that, like, I don't know, everyone was really positive and they were really nice about it. But also I think they were just like, huh? i mean maybe not but it kind of seemed like it yeah it's so the opposite of corporate culture to say those two words out loud at work i know (laughs) like oh joy what oh yeah i didn't realize you were one of those you know right like you just come across in a certain way i think that is beautiful I'm so glad you said it. I'm so glad they heard you say it. And I hope it lands with people like, huh? Yeah, I hope. Or I hope I don't get fired because of it. (laughs) Ease? You want things to be easy, Katie? Really? Like, are you not even working? Oh my God. No, but you're right. That's just, that's just the internal dialogue. That's just not that, that nice. But what's interesting also is that I find that in this time of like early January, where people are talking about like productivity and new year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff. It seems as though there's like a lot, like, it seems like there's not a lot of space for rest, or at least we don't give ourselves space for rest where it's like, okay, I really wanted to do all these things. And like, I really want to accomplish these different things. And then today happened, Karen, for me. Mm. So today at 1045, my power went out in at my house and I didn't know, but I was, and this, this, I don't think this has happened at all, actually, in the last year and a half that I've lived here. Um, I mean, our internet's kind of gone out a couple of times, but the power, it's like, hmm. And so it went out and then um, we got a notification from our power company and it was like, oh, it's just going to come back on in 45 minutes. And I was like, cool, no big deal. It's fine. And so I go out for a walk and everyone's outside walking their dogs because no one oh. like, and I was like, oh, your power is out too. And they're like, actually it's all, it's out in all of Northern bend. So oh, like, shit. we're talking about like tens of thousands of people. So here's the thing. So every 30 minutes, the power company would email us again on our phones that it were dying. Cause we were trying to use hotspot simultaneously, oh, which by the way, zoom does not work on hotspot or at least out of my house. And so, um, so basically then what happens is I finally, like, I I just, I decide like, okay, I'm not going to go to a coffee shop because there are no coffee shops that are even open right now because there's no power in bend, like at least not in this part of bend, I could have driven far away, but whatever. Anyway, the point is long story short, I ended up, uh, the power didn't come back on until three 30. So that's five hours of my eight hour day. And it was really interesting because like I went wow. to Whole Foods and I got, you know, a juice and I was like, this is great. I feel so good. And this, this is a forced rest. 
awesome. Mm. And I'm like, this is so nice. And then it started getting to me and I got home and I was like, all right, my forced rest is up. What the fuck? Like, why? Like, I should not have any, like, I don't think I need any more. Like, what am I going to do with all this rest? Also, like, this is really stressing me out. I need to find a flashlight. And then I look around my house. There's no flashlights. We're ordering on Amazon. Anyway. And so 345, we have our, like, it's five hours of no power. We're fine. Like we're, I mean, thank God. Like there's, I'm sure people were in much more dire straits. I'm not even complaining about it. It's more that it was just interesting to acknowledge that I had a forced rest situation in the middle of this first week back where everyone's like going gangbusters. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back on it, how do you feel about it? Like <sighs> looking back on it, I feel I mean, it just happened. <laughs> slash it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> slash two hours or no, an hour and 15 minutes ago. But yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I think looking back on it, I wish that I at 1045 was like sweet. Mm. I'm just going to, I'm just going to meditate and I'm going to relax. Maybe I'll just take a bath because fuck it. Like, and the thing is, is I actually legitimately could not do any work unless I left my house, which of course I could have left my house. I could have gone to a Starbucks in Southern bend, but it didn't occur to me because we kept getting these updates. And I'm honestly not trying to make myself a victim or anything. Like I just, I really thought, cause it's never happened that we're like, okay, whatever, like it'll be fine. And so at one point, around two 30, I realized like, this is not going to come back on. And so I messaged my boss and I was like, I I'm taking this as a sign from the universe that I'm just going to have an early weekend. And she was nice, but she was like, okay, sounds good. Thank you. And I was like, Oh, Mm. (laughs) but I mean, I, I don't know, maybe that, that is a sign from the universe that like forced rest is a thing. If you know, it legit is. I mean, of course, the analogy that's popping into my head is the last two years of our lives is a forced reset. But yeah, I mean, think about how differently we would have all lived our lives if you had told us in March of 2020 that we would still be dealing with this in January of 2022. Okay, that is a great question. Like, how would we act differently or be different or like, would I just take up knitting and have like 17 <laughs> blankets finished by now? Again, with the productivity. See, that's the first thing that I thought of. Like, what can I do? Do not be, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, damn. damn. I, I mean, I hear you. Of course, of course you would have treated that time differently. Had you known it was going to be five hours, not five hours in increments of a half an hour. Yes. Being told that you were going <laughs> to which is what the last two years has been. Yeah, it has actually such a good analogy. That's so true. Yeah. Also, ew. <laughs> I, did I mention this? I, um, I didn't read the story, I will admit, but there was a Vox headline that referred to 2022 as COVID's junior year. <laughs> oh my God. Right? That's so real. Oh wow. my God. It really is. Oh I mean, my God. I do not want to graduate from the high school of COVID. No. <laughs> like COVID high. No, thank COVID you. High. No, thank you. I would rather be a dropout in February <laughs> of 2022. I'm not going to finish my junior year. People it's not no. happening. I, no, I'm, I'm going to cosmetology school or something like I'm not exactly not doing this. No, not this. Oh yeah. That's funny. I mean, that's also real. That's so real. 
I, you know, so on the topic of rest, I did do a very, very fast Google search and I found Mm -hmm. a guardian article where there was something called the rest test that was done. I think it was like last year, but for 18,000 people across 135 countries, it talked about the definition of rest Mm -hmm. and like if, and it basically came to the conclusion that, you know, it said two thirds of the people who filled out the survey, told them that they would like more rest. Shocker. But one thing that I thought was really interesting about the article was it talked about active rest and inactive rest. And I was like, okay, what does that even mean? And so one of the things that they talked about was, you know, I think that there's like a general sense, or I mean, I do, and I guess they do as well, feel that there's a general sense of like, when you think about rest, it's like, I'm taking a nap or I am taking a bath, or I am staring at the wall or laying on the floor of my office and staring at the ceiling. All of those things are wonderful. Those would be termed like inactive rest, but then active rest can be something like a vigorous exercise class or something like that, where your mind is not necessarily focused on work or focused on productivity. And I just had never thought of it that way because I do have like, when I take my dance class on zoom, I feel so energized and I'm not necessarily, I'm not taking a nap, but I'm also feeling, I guess I would never call it rest, but it's just interesting because there can be different definitions of it. And I think that helped reframe a little bit of like anything can be rest if you call it rest. Right. If you frame it that way for yourself and yes. think if, and you're to overuse this word, if you're intentional about like, I am doing this thing to give myself a break or to reset or to, yeah, just rest. I, it reminds me of, um, there's a, going back to the calm app, there's a sleep meditation that I really like. Oh yeah. Um, it's the, I think it's gently back to sleep. It's Tim, our friend Tamara. It's Ooh. like a 45 minute. If you're listening to this, you've likely woken up in the middle of the night. Like, yeah, yeah, Tamara. It's right there. <laughs> called gently back to sleep. Like, Get out solve my insomnia, please. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the chase here. Right, exactly. <laughs> so zen. So zen. <laughs> you sleep right now. Um, but one of the things she says is like telling yourself, like, just laying here, listening, and I have waves in the background, like just laying here is restful. Ooh. Like just being here and not being out in the world or being whatever is restful. And it's like, okay, I can buy that. I like that anxious about being awake right now, but if I can think about, right, just even laying here, not being asleep, but just laying here as being restful is helpful. I like that. Like, cause it actually like gives you permission to just be okay with what you're doing. Like it's okay. Like just laying there. If you have like cycling anxious thoughts or whatever the situation is for you, like, it's like, you're doing a great job. Like it's okay. It's nice to be told you're doing a great job <laughs> by Tamara Levitt. Tamara Levitt at 3 13 AM. Yes. And I'm freaking out. Well, it's also, there's like this science around like part of what keeps you awake is being stressed out about being awake. Yes. Yes. Like you have to eliminate the panic of like, Oh shit. I'm awake. I need to be asleep right now. I have all these things going on tomorrow. I really need to be well rested. Like all of that will like, just, it just keeps you awake. Oh my gosh. It, that's so real. It, I'm like really transported right now back to my bunk bed in college. I, so when I was at Michigan state, I had, I stayed in this dorm that had four roommate, like four people in a room. It wasn't really one room. It was kind of like a suite, I guess you could say mm-hmm. sort of, 
that's a very generous term, but like basically uh, like essentially enough space for four, four women. And I will never forget. I honestly think that it was almost every night that I felt that way. I really do. Because it was like, it was so loud in the dorms and it was like, you know, people had different schedules. My roommates had different schedules and sometimes they would blare music at three o'clock in the morning or whatever it is. And I remember just lying in bed and being so angry at myself to, mm. that I wasn't sleeping. And it's like, I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow for whatever I was doing or whatever test I was taking. And it's like, and that just made it worse. So the fact that she gives you permission to just, or at least validation, I guess you could say, that like you're you lying there is good enough oh, man that would have helped me so much when i was 21 years old oh my god it really would have it helped me now i need to start listening to that oh it's good gently back to sleep okay and i have never gotten all the way to the end of it really yeah 45 minutes i've never heard the end of it okay so quick question on the logistics of this so do you put your phone on the bed next to you do you wear earbuds mm. like how do you actually do it because i that is a roadblock for me <laughs> like i like i really struggle with like okay if the earbuds are in and what if they fall out and i'm not sleeping yet but then what if the earbuds hurt me this is my anxious brain like little teeny window into it but yeah how do you do it i, I mean i don't think i have the perfect solution i'm totally with you i have a long ass corded headset oh, i don't yeah. use my ear airpods because they'd fall out I definitely have woken up in the middle of the night and thought like, oh, and this is how I strangle myself in my sleep. Oh God. You know what I oh, mean? God. Like it's a really long cord. So I have my bed on my nightstand and then I have this long ass corded headset. Okay. Okay. So your phone's sitting on the nightstand and then you're like, do you ever use not like, do you ever not use a headset or no, sorry? Yeah. Do you ever not use a headset and then just put your phone next to you? No, no. I, I have a neighbor upstairs and I feel like if I did that, he'd just be like, Karen, really? Again, with it's Mary Lovett. Like, I just feel like it's so, the walls are not thick in this Right. Apartment. It's like last night it was 309, tonight it's 313. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You're waking me up with your permissions to lie there. <laughs> not restful for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's very courteous of you. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's fair. Okay, that's really good to know. I might try that. I really yeah. would. I mean, I think the thing is, is that I, so I take this CBD oil, which I love and it helps me sleep, but I find that if I'm really stressed, it does nothing. Mm. It does jack shit. Like it's like, there's a, a threshold in which it will, you know, I need to be under that threshold for it to really work. But if I'm like not having a good day, it's, it's rough. So I feel like that might actually work just hearing someone else's voice. Cause I don't want to wake up Tyler and like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do think it's also probably good to have a couple different things that you try. Totally. Yeah. That's a good idea. This gratitude shout out goes out to the cashier at 7-Eleven who never judges my purchases. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you. You're always just as kind and just as welcoming and just as like, have a good night no matter what I plop down on the counter and I know what you're thinking. So the shout out goes out to you. I've also heard, and sometimes this works for me. I feel like now we're back on insomnia, but um, there's also something to like, don't fight it. If you are awake in the middle of the night, just get up and pretend like you're up and that eventually oh. you'll get tired again and go back to sleep. 
have you done that? I have. Like you get up and like, well, you like what, like you wouldn't like make yourself a cup of tea or would you like, would you? Oh no, no. Usually I end up, this is embarrassing, doing something work-related. And sometimes Katie, I will tell you it's fucking awesome. Really? Yeah. Sometimes the things I make at three or four in the morning are like some of the best things I've done. Oh my God. I I wrote our whole intern plan two summers ago at three o'clock in the morning. And it was really fucking good. I have to say. Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. That is amazing. So maybe you're that that's just where when your mind, your creative flow is turning on. Sometimes I feel like that is like a one in a million moonshot. Like the rest of the time I'm trying to do the New York times crossword puzzle at three o'clock in the morning. I'm listening to Tamara. I'm like trying to watch YouTube videos and yeah. Yeah. I find that I have to have a couple of different things unless I have an edible in which case I can't do anything. Really? (laughs) If you have your edible, does it just knock you out or is, are you just out of it and still awake? I'm knocked out. And then of course, because I'm an old lady, I have to get up in the middle of the night to pee and I try to hold it to not pee and it's a disaster, but then I can't, I can't do anything else. I guess that's the good thing. Like I get up, I pee, and then I can go back to sleep in a way yes. that like ordinarily I can't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Can we talk about for a second peeing in the middle of the night? <laughs> I know this is really weird. This happened to me last night. Do you ever have, I mean, this is what, exactly what you described, but like, I definitely have the, the feeling at times where I kind of wake up a little bit because I kind of have to pee, but it's not bad enough where I'm like really like, okay, I got to go. I got to go. So then instead I just sleep through it, but then I keep waking up every like hour or so like, Hey, like, you know, my subconscious is like, you know, you might want to go. And then I'm like, no, I'm so warm and comfortable. This is a thing, Karen. Like this is such a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, it's such a thing for me right now. One of my Google searches, one of my saved Google searches is heated toilet seat. Ooh, because there is nothing worse than as you're describing hour upon hour, just like letting, you know, just like letting, letting the pee pile up. Yes. And then decide like, oh, this is not an option anymore. I got to pee and just like, oh, the cold air. Freezing. Oh my God. I was seriously, I thought that you were going to be like, I've been Googling colostomy bags. I'm like, oh, that's 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 where my mind went. <laughs> oh my god, how many people do you think have a colostomy bag for this? No, nobody, zero people. No, I think you have to get them installed. Like that's like that's yeah, it, it voluntarily have a colostomy bag because they don't want to get up. I highly doubt that's a thing. Oh my god, <laughs> I I don't my head right now. Oh my god, <laughs> it's like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> yeah. There's really no answer to that question. No, no. Uh, heated toilet seats. Heated toilet I, seats. Back to that. Yes. Okay. So ha- you've looked it up though. Oh yeah. No, I have friends who just gutted and rehab this like absolutely stunningly beautiful. As I, they didn't even rehab it. It's a brand new place, and they have a ton of bathrooms in it, and they have these like really fancy toilets, like Japanese toilets. Ooh. With bidets and oh, remotes wow. and puffs of whatever. I don't even know sanitizing your nether regions, but they all have heated toilet. I know it's like one of the things where like, so I got up in the middle of the night, I stayed over there. A bunch of us stayed over and 
it's the kind of thing where like when you walk into the bathroom, the toilet seat opens with not, it not really, but it's like, it opens and there's this like, oh, sound and like a light comes on really? and the seat's all warm. Yeah. No, it's fucking amazing. So is it warming all the time or is it warming? It's like, it sounds like a motion sensor that it knows when you're coming into the room. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Oh, this is next level, Karen. Like that is oh, next no. level. Oh no. This toilet is fancier than anything in my entire apartment. In my whole life, I have nothing as fancy as that toilet. I've never actually heard of a heated toilet seat. I thought that when you were talking about this, you were maybe joking about it. Like this is oh. actually a real thing. Oh no, no. Yeah, no, no. These like fancy toilets. Oh, I mean, that's like a whole other thing. Like their, their whole toilet is like very high tech, but you can buy just a heated toilet seat. Oh, do you plug it in? Like, yes. is that concerning? Cause it's electric. Like what if, do you get electrocuted? Like, I just think like, what if your pee makes, I have a lot of questions. I'm going to have to really do a Google deep dive into this. Yeah. No heated toilet seats. It's a thing. I really have, I've been thinking about it after staying at their house, but the, I mean, also the, so they have remotes and they have the bidet has like all of these different, like you can make all, I did not use the like bidet. different settings. So yes, yeah. exactly. You can get warm water. You can get, yeah, no, it's just the fanciest thing. That's so amazing. I really want to befriend your friends and then go to their house because that sounds, it honestly sounds incredible. Just as like an investigation into what this even could be. Like, this is like a different world that I do know nothing about. Also a point about bidets. So like <laughs> I have, I've never used a bidet because I like you am terrified of them, but I have a friend who is from the middle East and he, I will never forget. This is a long time ago in my early twenties. I remember going to his apartment. He had a party and he did not have a bidet, but he had a cup of water next to his toilet and the, the cup of water was full. And I was like, Oh, someone, for, but it kind of was like in a type of cup that like, I don't know. It just, it kind of looked different, I guess. Like it, like I could tell it wasn't like somebody just displaced their cup of water. PS we were all drinking vodka. So like, it was definitely not anyone's water, but like, the thing is, is that I remember coming out and of the bathroom and being like, Hey, like I mentioned it to him and he's like, Oh yeah. He's like, that's like, I don't use toilet paper. And I was like, what? Like, I was seriously, I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, honestly, Katie, like, if you really want to get into this, I'm really happy to talk to you about this, but I'm really passionate about this. He wasn't mean about it, but I was like, okay, I want to get into this because how the hell do you do that? Like, this is not a thing. And he was like, it is a thing in most of the world. I was going to say most of the world. Yes. yes, exactly. And he's like, in most of the world, people use water instead of toilet paper. And he's like, imagine this. He's like, imagine you go out for a hike and this is graphic, but like anyone can just fast forward the next 15 seconds, but like imagine <laughs> you go out for a hike and it's really a muddy hike. And like you come home and you you go to like the hose in your backyard and you wash off your hiking boots. You don't like wipe them with a paper towel because obviously it won't get everything. And so like, this is seriously what he told me, like in the middle of his party, as I'm like half drunk on vodka and I'm like, fair point. I appreciate the visual because like, that's real. And now there are bidets that you don't even have to have a fancy toilet. Like there's a company yes. called Tushy that was started by Mickey Eggerwall. Yeah. Like there's like a lot of companies out there that are actually doing this as like a, like an environmental play, because it's like lessening the impact of toilet paper on the environment, which is not always biodegradable, hardly ever actually, I think. And so, um, it's just very interesting. I've just, 
I don't know. What are your thoughts on bidets? Because I would love to be a person that uses a bidet. I really would. Me too. I I have actually thought I have almost given into Instagram, YouTube, algorithm marketing and gotten one of those attachments. I don't know if Tushy is the one that I almost got because you can get a heated toilet seat, but then you can also get like a bidet toilet seat. Oh my God. Hyacinth is out of control right now. <laughs> um, yes. You could just buy like on a normal toilet and like just stick an attachment on there. Oh yeah. No, you don't have to get a fancy thing. Totally. Yeah. It's probably pretty cheap actually. You know, I wish I was that person that was brave enough to do it. It's tough to change. I don't know. I know. I mean, I think that I would like to at least try. I don't believe it. I think that's the other part is like, I mean, I'm also targeted like you on now you and I talking about this, like Siri is definitely picking it up on our iPhones at this moment. And so we're going to be targeted for the next three months on like, you know, uh, bidets, which I'm not mad about because I kind of want to try. I don't know how much they are, but um, yeah, I, I mean, everything that I've heard and everyone truly every single person I've ever talked to that has used a bidet, which I've apparently talked to a lot of people about this. It's not just my friend that I was mentioning. Like he like have, they're like, yeah, I would never go back. Like, it's actually like, it actually feels cleaner and it is cleaner. And it's like, it, it actually does the job. I guess you could say, yes, (laughs) (laughs) this is graphic. <laughs> Happy New Year <laughs> listeners. We're talking about the days. <laughs> I don't know how yes. we got here, but I'm happy we're here. Today's gratitude shout out goes to the person that creates the CBD oil that helps me sleep. Actually, The CBD oil helps me sleep and helps me stay awake during the day. I have two different types of CBD oil, one that keeps me grounded because I can't drink caffeine, and the other one that lulls me to sleep. The brand, if anyone's interested, is just two letters, F-E, I think they call it Fay, and it's out of Bend, Oregon, and I will come back next episode and explain the name of the woman because I've actually met her and I'm embarrassed that I can't remember her name, but thank you, woman that I can't remember, for creating CBD oil that has greatly enhanced my life. I really appreciate you. I'm thrilled that we're here. I, so I'm trying to remember what hotel this was in San Francisco. It was like, I had a project in San Francisco and I was a consultant and I just was fed up with the hotel I had been staying at. And so I switched midweek, which is something I didn't usually do. So as a consultant, I would leave home Monday morning, come home Thursday night and midweek I changed hotels and it was like the Oracle convention was in town or something. So like, all oh the yeah, we're taking, right. It was just this like kind of dramatic thing, but I got this room and I had like really great status on Marriott at the time. And like, I was like, absolutely. Thank you for being a loyal customer. We can fit you in. We have a room for you. And he kind of was giving me a look and I was like, okay, whatever. Thanks, man. Katie, he had given me like one of the presidential suites. Oh, damn. That's Seriously. amazing. Like I had like a 180 degree view of San Francisco. I had a balcony. Oh, what? It was one of those things where when I walked up to the room, it was a double door to get into it. Oh, damn. Wait, what? And wow. But it had a fancy toilet in it. That was the first time I ever saw. I should. That was my prime opportunity. That was a perfect opportunity. 
So I'm trying to think of which one it was though, so that you could go there. It was in Chinatown. It was like one of the, it was like a Marriott Inn. I think it was in Chinatown. Oh, wow. Okay. Beautiful suite. I mean, it was like with the kind of thing where like, it was probably bigger. That hotel room is probably bigger than my apartment right now. And the whole, the, the bathtub wasn't in the bathroom. It was just this massive, like almost hot tub. Oh in my the God. Room. I know it was insane. That sounds like heaven. Did you stay there longer than one night? No, no. Well, still, you know what? That's also fair. If you didn't stay there a long time, like then it's okay that you did not that I would need, you need my permission to use a bidet, but <laughs> like, <laughs> I definitely, I have stayed in on different business trips. I've stayed in place, many places that had bidets and I never even touched them. Like I was terrified of them. Like, ugh. we gotta do it. We gotta do it. 2022. This is one of my intentions. People <laughs> ease joy and bidet use. <laughs> You go into the meeting next week. You're like, um, I'd like to, I know there was a lot of uh, emotion around what I said last time. And I just want to make an amendment. <laughs> I am committed to using a bidet. They would die. <laughs> like, I think, I don't think they know me well enough to laugh. They'd be like, cool. Okay. <laughs> next agenda item. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Katie, we're going to talk about this in your one-on-one. <laughs> like, What is appropriate? Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, I don't know how we got here. I really don't. But um, again, <laughs> we, did. we did. We did. And back to rest. Um, for those of you who are listening, thinking, I feel awesome and I want to be productive and I feel that's awesome. Good for you. Also, if there is a moment in which you feel a little bit overwhelmed, just remember to rest or maybe before you feel overwhelmed. Mm. That's that's the that's the Jedi move that I don't always master ever, yes. actually. Well, building it into every day, resting, whether or not you feel like you need it or not. Yes. Yes. That is, is it sustainable? I know I, Tyler and I have both decided to start meditating again with Tamara and yes, I've done too. it four days in a row. Really? Oh my gosh. And yes. it's been, I hate to say it. It's been like, I think it's been before COVID that I actually was on a roll with her. Maybe yes. even be like 2017. I don't know. It's been a long time. And so like, I mean, really on a roll. And so I think I need, I'm just going to. I like it though. It really is nice. It's like a nice little break. It's wonderful. It's so funny that you're doing it too. Yes. I, I did start. I'm, I'm going to do a 30 day challenge to see if I can do Ooh, love. Yes. 30 meditate every day for 30 years, 30 years, 30 days <laughs> and 30 um, years. Yes. And 30 years. I'm young. <laughs> um, I think the last time it's really funny. I think I had a little bit been avoiding it, honestly, because the last time I did this, like I'm going to meditate every day. I was going through an incredibly tough time at work Ooh. and it was like, this meditation is going to keep me out of jail because I'm about to kill somebody up in here <laughs> and I just need to relax. Yes. <laughs> I need Tamara to tell me to not be homicidal. And it was one of those <laughs> things that was just like, <laughs> put down the knife, Karen. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. And it was one of those things that was just like, it's not going to be bad forever. Yeah. Just let us handle the situation, just kind of roll with it. And it was like, okay, I'm trusting in the process. I need something to get me through this. So yeah, I had like 56 days in a row. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you feel, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that doesn't even, it doesn't even warrant a question, but I'm sure you did feel a difference, right? I absolutely did. Yeah. But I, I feel like that getting through that and realizing like, oh, okay, this did get a lot better. I yeah. did get through it. This helped me through it. I, I feel like 
I maybe for that, for whatever reason was associating, well, not for whatever reason, I was associating meditation with how hard that was. Oh, that makes sense. You know, and no, that I makes just, a lot of sense. Yeah. Cause it yeah. is an association. It's like, that's what you were going through with your life. That makes so much sense. So now, but now enough time has passed that it's like, okay, I can just go back to this and not have it be like, Oh God. Totally. It's like a different reset. It has a different meaning. Totally. That's so true. I also gave into call marketing. They sent me a card in the mail. How did Tamara, how'd you get my home address? Um, of, I got lifetime premium, right. For like $159. Yes. Yes. Tyler did that last year. He was like, I got a card in the mail. He was so excited and he signed up for it. And I was like, he's like, can you do this too? And he actually like really harped on me about it like month after month. Mm. And I was like, I don't know. And I never did it. And I'm an idiot because I should have, because now I definitely want to be a lifetime member of calm. I love calm. And so hopefully we'll get another mailer. Hmm. I don't know. I think you, I don't know when it expired. It probably didn't expire. I don't know. It was, it was definitely a limited time thing. Do I still have that card? I don't think I do. Oh, it's okay. I'll look it up. Seriously. I, I really, I'm excited about it. That's so great. I love that because then you don't have to think about it. Like it's just, it's just part of your life. Exactly. That's so wonderful. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, listeners, we hope that you are having a very nice beginning of the year that you are incorporating rest in any way you can. And, um, yeah, it's just been really nice talking to you Karen. I love talking about all the things. Exactly. (laughs) Same Katie. Thank you. Yes. See you next week.